This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and is full of excitement as Mark waits for Steve's main review. Everybody and welcome to episode 135 of Movie Drone. I'm Steve. I'm Snotty Mark. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have anything to say myself. Oh no, no. What do you, what do, I mean? What do you mean? I mean, I'm, I'm be... so excited about this one. Why? I'm just excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's a it's a win win for me. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was gonna tag Sophie in, but yeah. you wouldn't have it, would you? What? Get Sophie in instead. No. 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 Okay. Right. There you go. You said short episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely might yeah. be. So how you been there, mate? Knackered, mate. Oh, I yeah. Fucking knackered tonight. Right. Had a bad night last night. Right. Thought the house was haunted. <laughs> Kept having a sound, like a buzzing coming from downstairs. Every Do time... ghosts buzz? Do they buzz? I don't I think that's know, the, mate, their because thing, is it? It was a coincidence, because every time it happened, I got out of bed, it stopped. Right. I couldn't trace where this fucking buzzing. Come five o'clock this morning, it was constant. Right. right? So I come down, went in the lounge. Do you know one of them sounds that froze itself? And I'm right. like, this is fucking freaky. I've gone in every room, and then I've gone in the unstair cupboard, can hear this buzzing. Fucking, we've got a freezer in there, so I was like, motor's gone on the freezer. So I flicked it off, carried on. Right. I ended up having the whole of the understair cupboards out, full mm. of all sorts of shit, to find out it was a game from probably 1992. <laughs> right, one of these, do you know when you go to the fairground, they have the hoop, yeah, metal yeah. hoop, and you go round the, yeah, yeah. one of them. Is it? Fun. Someone planted it. Ended up it? on the driveway this morning. Was the ghost playing with it, was it? I don't know. It was <laughs> it fucking wasn't. What is wrong with you? All right. All right. No, it wasn't, mate. It was just being a prick. Um, so, yeah, stamped on that. So, that's all. Um, another, another interesting one. I officially, mate, officially, not that I wanted anywhere, I officially believe I can't have children anymore. <laughs> Why? Um, went around to see mum, to yeah. the dog round. So a dog went running in. Oh, right, the little dog, the new one. No, my dog. Oh, George. Yeah. All right, okay. You know, still around, is he? Yeah, he's still, he's still <laughs> I mean, alive. I haven't seen him for ages. So. Still alive. Um, right. He went running in. Hello. I thought it might be Hello, another death Nan. in the family you didn't tell me about. <laughs> <He> went, <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Nan, like that. Went running in, see her. So she was like, oh, hello, George. I'm standing down trying to take my boots off. Mm. She unclips him from his retractable lead. And I shit you not, this thing whacked back. <laughs> Caught the lead and swung round and hit me so square in the bollocks, my legs were underneath me and I was on the floor before really? I even knew what happened. Not the end. Yeah, right on the, right on the bollocks. Right on the balls, right. mate. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, my legs were just gone like jelly. I've had one of them on the hand before where Jill lets it go oh. on purpose. Yeah, imagine yeah. that on the bollock, mate. Yeah, I, was, no. I eat the deck really? quicker than you could ever really? imagine. She's going, what are you doing? I can't. I'm bright red. I can't get anything out. And I'm just sort of fetal. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we all I mean, laughed at that. Ha ha. I mean, that's two situations I'd like to have seen. Yes. If I'm honest. Yeah. So, so you know, other than that, mate, most exciting thing of the week, mashed potato and curry sauce. Right. Works, mate. Doesn't it? It fucking works. <laughs> I'm telling you now. I don't know what I've done. Is that it, your though. diet at the moment, is it? Have some curry sauce on it. Curry sauce, mashed potato. That wouldn't work, would it? Don't know. Try it. Fucking yes, it yeah. does, mate. Right. Over that. Brilliant. How about you then, mate? No, no Mars Singer people. You're not going to shout out a random name. Send it, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, Josh Stone won that. it. Sausage. Oh, did she? Yeah. <laughs> she won a sausage? She won it as sausage. Oh, right. She was sausage. <laughs> okay. Would have be been better Obviously. if she'd won a sausage, obviously. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. How about you then, mate? Uh, I've, and I've had a little bit of a mixed week, mate. Have you ever... This is Steve's Have You Ever. Have right. you ever tried to explain... The difference between 2.4 gigahertz and 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi to an 80-year-old man. No. Would not recommend that. Have you ever tried explaining it to a 38-year-old man? <laughs> yes. Okay, how did that work? Not just as bad as bad. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing tonight. That's so that's terrific. why I was a bit late to me record. Yeah. Um, I found something out. Okay. Did you know yeah. that all crisps, best before date, is a Saturday? No. 
Did you not? No. No, blew my mind. Oh. Blew my mind. Speaking of Crusoe, mate, yeah. I was eating a pack today, <laughs> eating a pack, um, and on the bag it said, like, not to be sold separately. Yeah. And I thought, who buys one crisp? <laughs> Is that your joke at the end? <laughs> just fucked it. Yeah, apparently. All best all before date. Saturday. All on a Saturday, yeah. So if it's made on a Monday or if it's made on a Friday, it's still got the best for yeah. the Saturday. Yeah. That's blown so. my mind. Well, it has, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's all crisps in the world. I do know it's the biggest crisp manufacturer in England. Okay. Guaranteed. Was that one of them Greg Wallace programs? <laughs> oh, I can't believe this. <laughs> Only 10 minutes ago, this was a potato. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. But I heard it yeah. from somewhere I can't remember. Blew me fucking mind, mate. I did oh, hear mate. that a baby platypus was called a puggle today. Did you? Yeah, blew my mind too. Blimey. It's puggle. Christ, we should change the podcast and yeah. just come out of random shit. Random shit. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, yeah, I've just been busy, mate, getting, yeah. the, getting the car ready. It's new car week. Oh, is it due? Yeah, is next it? Thursday. Ooh. Next Thursday. So when we record next week, yeah. uh, I should have the new car. It's an electronic one, isn't it? It is an electronic one. one. Electronic I'm going, yeah, I think, like, so, well, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm obviously going green. Might yeah. go vegan and that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Running bare feet and What's that. this? Triple A, is it running? <laughs> Yeah. Six I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Going to turn up, and we'll wait and see. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So I've just been trying to get all the dents out of the old one. So uh, it's quite difficult and get yeah. all the pet air off. Well, I'm not doing it, obviously. No. Getting someone else yeah. to. Um, but there you go. Oh, That's I'm, what I'm, I'm up excited to at the moment. for you, mate. Really, Are you really, really Mark? excited yeah. for you? And then uh, yeah, so so you can like get up to little kids and beep them because they, they want you coming. Well, I just imagine I'm going to be driving around like that. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it sounds like? I don't know, mate. Yeah. All I'd suddenly turn around if I'm walking up the road and a taxi comes up behind me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, there you go. Oh, it's been exciting. It. It's been busy. Yeah. yeah so, but, but fun. But fun. Yeah. You only thanks this week, mate? Yes, mate. I've got a thanks to Mark Seeger, Nerdrovert, some Paul's Filmcast, Ronnie Castle, The Movie Journey, Right Stuff Reviews, WTM, Beautiful, Podcast HQ, Brian Stitcher, The Action Returns, Forza Crowd, Ryan, The Horror Returns, Miles and Ian McIntyre. Some new ones on there. Yeah. So I've got special thanks this week to people who have gone the extra mile on Twitter. So I've got Jill Cassie, you've got the lovely, lovely Miriam, Jamie Russell, VHS Strikes Back, Cinema Recall, Glyn, Sean Panda Nicholson, Emma at the Movies, Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T, Jamie Irwin, LJ Human, Ben from Film Busters, Sophie, Nicole and Mike, Mike and Oscar. Oh, thank you all so much. Thank you all so much. Yes. Got a promo this week, mate? What? You didn't ask me if I wanted to hear it. Oh. <laughs> Hello, potential listeners. My name is The Vern, and I'm the host of the Cinema Recall Podcast. On most shows, myself, along with some great guests, we will talk about a movie and then some of the most iconic moments that happened in said movie. On top of that, you'll get bonus shows where I will give you short reviews about new and classic movies, or I'll just rant and rave about something going on in the entertainment industry. So come check us out. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, most other places. Don't forget to follow us on social media. On Twitter, we are at Cinema underscore Recall. And then on Facebook, Instagram, we are Cinema Recall Podcast. Uh, don't forget to email us your ad spots to play on future episodes. That email is cinemarecall at gmail.com. Hope to see you around, and thank you very much for listening. There we go. Well, it was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, you didn't ask me if I wanted to hear it, did you? <laughs> no. no. Did you? I seem to recall I did. <laughs> so that's Cinema Recall, our fantastic friend, Deverne. Yeah. Um, he's got his Femme Fatale February series concluding with Gilda. Mm. Never seen Gilda? No. No, never heard of it myself. But, me uh, neither. Uh, been watching, obviously, we've been watching Deverne doing his drumming and yeah. that with his band yeah. over lockdown. Oh, not obviously over lockdown because he hasn't been able to, but he's been posting the videos. Yeah. I've enjoyed those. Yeah. So, yeah, please listen to Cinema Recall, become a Patreon. It's Everyone's a great, got Patreon. Great word, though, it? Fem, oh, no, it's two words. Femme fatale. Yes, right. I suppose so. Yeah. You know what it means? I'm guessing fatal female. Okay, there you go. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, okay, I'm moving on. Do you want to play your theme tune? Yes, mate. Welcome to the Mark Reads Some Film Lines in Some Similar Voices, and Steve has to guess the film from the Lines Read to Get Points game. Hashtag What's That Film? There we go. So, champion last week. Well, every, I'm a little bit peed off, right? I get five. Everybody says they get five. Yeah. Why can't they just let me have 
a little victory. One person didn't get five, mate. Right. Only one. Right. Jamie Russell got four. Right. Everyone else, Dave, Glyn, LJ, Sean, Paul, five, five, five. <laughs> well, Lee, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, Lee gets five everywhere, <laughs> doesn't he? He's got five since it started. <laughs> uh, it's a piece of when you Google it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, there you go. So uh, they couldn't let me have my little victory. So, uh, so I did get five. Yeah. What was it? Ace Ventura. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks for that one. So let's go on to this week then. So yeah, well, I've tried to fuck them all up, hopefully, because, you know, everyone gets five, you get a harder one. So there we <laughs> okay. go. Okay, okay. Here you're we right. go then. Ready? Yeah, five points, mate. Okay. What's it feel? Lucy, you're the only woman I ever knew that didn't improve a situation by getting divorced. <laughs> I haven't practised any of these. That didn't sound, no, anything, didn't like. sound like, any, no. like anything I've ever heard. Um, for, I, can't, I don't even know the name, no. no. Okay, four points, mate. What's that feel? This is the same character, this one, by the oh. way. Don't know what voice I'll do for this, but we'll give it a go. Here we go. Second shelf is mine. That's where I keep my root beers and my double-thick Oreo cookies. Nobody touches a second shelf but me. I mean, it sounds like you, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't even, I can't even say I've heard that no. line. You sure I've seen this film? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ha, 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 everyone. Where's your fives now? Where <laughs> Three points then, mate. What's that film? My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. You wait till mum finds out, buddy. Is it? Yay! Hey, Three points, go. mate. Right, well so. done. Oh, yeah, I don't remember the other lines. No? no? Yeah, I mean, you carry on. I'm not going to say okay. too much. All right. So for two points there, mate. What's that film? How are you enjoying the maggots, Michael? And for one point, what's that film? One thing I hate about living in Santa Carla, I could never stomach... All the goddamn vampires. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a great fan of that one. No, you're you not. Know. So no. Well, you know, I ain't. So no. uh, we've. I don't think see over my shoulder, mate. On the wall, Missus yeah. got me a anti Valentine's present of that film in a film self. Oh yeah. 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 See it next to the Karate Kid one. Yeah. yeah. It's getting a nice collection. Aren't you I? are. Yeah. Just need a TV. Yeah. yeah now. So. Yeah. So we say. Tried putting a projector up, mate. Won't fit in here. <laughs> Is it that big? Yep. Is it? Yep. Fucking hell. There you go. Won't even go up. Moving on then, mate. Yeah. This is... Mark's Mail Sack. There we go. So, mate, uh, you got any in there? You got any in the sack? I have. I have. The shabby sack. Yeah. Say. It's probably looking a I bit decrepit. A, I had a rummage in my sack. Film yeah. one <laughs> kicking around in there. Did you? Yeah. Do you want to let people know, mate, how they can get into your sack and uh, give us a question? Absolutely. They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. What I will say is, if you're giving us a question, it's like a top five or whatever, well, send us your answers. Yeah. We haven't had many answers in no, recently. This is we? true. This yeah. is true. Okay, right, moving on. Yes. This is the next section. This is a section that we love to call Question, question Time. Question Time, Question Time, Time for the Question, Question Time. Question Time, Question Time, Time for the Question, Question Time. There we go, so who slipped into your sack? Sean has okay. been sort of going delving in my sack leaving me little presents so he left me a little one in there Sean Pan and Nicholson he says got a little question for your sack what's your favourite so bad it's good film okay right but we've done top fives because that's what we do that's how we roll I've got to be honest yeah. right I thought I'd done a top five yeah. I've only got four okay I've just looked okay so um, I've, should I just do four just do four should I? No, okay. one, no one's going to write sorry Sean I thought it was five yeah but I've clearly uh, but not I mean Sean has put forward the Roman Toxic Avenger okay as examples yeah. so I don't know whether they're his or just giving us examples okay alright mm. uh, what you got there mate number five mate Masters of the Universe okay right I mean I haven't seen it for ages I'm not you... sure it'd hold up so much now but <laughs> I remember watching it a while back and just thinking it's so good it's like um, so Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat yeah, and that it is it? literally so bad it's I watched good. that Street Fighter recently Did you? Yeah, it was really shit yeah. I've got the divid have you yeah <laughs> it I good. keep looking at it thinking do I don't I do you've I got Kylie Minogue in it isn't it yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, my number four <laughs> uh, White Chicks okay can you say I, I, I said to Jill White Chicks you yeah. said is it bad yeah it's yeah. quite bad yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah but however so bad, it's Fantastic. good. Fantastic. Okay. My number four, mate. Again, I've not seen this for probably 20 years. Um, I can't find it anywhere. Right. But VHS, and 
I'm not digging that out. So I'm sure someone's got it somewhere, but it was Suburban Commando with Hulk Hogan. Right. He plays a bounty hunter, um, and he goes in, and he's like from space and stuff. Right. It was just amazing. Did I'm, you watch No Holds Barred recently no, when we discussed it? You didn't no, watch it? Okay, right. no, I've got no interest. Right, unless okay. given, unless forced. Right, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was quite funny. Yeah? It was quite funny, yeah. Okay. Okay, my number... Uh, see, I don't think this one's that bad, but Jill told me I had to choose it. The Love Witch. No, it's that bad. Uh, yeah, so you think it is. I think it's so bad, it's bad. Yeah, right, okay. I mean, I don't, I don't actually think that it's that... I said it because Jill mentioned it. This yeah. is sort of like Jill's right. choice. I think it's a good film. But uh, I know that you thought it was bad, so, so I'm going to put the bad. two together yeah. and have So Bad It's Good. Yeah, I, I can't even bring myself to revisit I'm so sorry. <laughs> number three for me, Roadhouse. Right, okay. I, I can't help but love it every time I watch it, and I'm watching it going, I know this is shit. <laughs> it comes along the same lines, all like Cocktail and stuff like that. I know they're bad films. Is Cocktail bad? I mean, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I know good. There's a lot of people, probably a lot of the girls that disagree with you there. Yeah, but, it, but it's good. I'm not right. saying it's bad, but right. it's so bad. It's so okay. cheesy and bad that it's right. so good. Okay. But, like yeah, Top Gun. Yeah, them sort of things where right. you just look at it and you think... Realistically, Shit. you're not going to say it's a great film, are you? No. But you love it. It's so bad, it's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. My number two. Yeah. Two? Yeah. It's The Greasy Strangler. Okay. And it is. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that. I've got to see, you know what I mean? It, it, it was good. Yeah. It's, oh, it's actually a fantastic film. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. I am not going to say that it is a good film, though. No. no, but I can get on board with what exactly <laughs> what you're saying. Okay. My number two, mate, Con Air. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't mind that one. Yeah, but you're a Cage fan. Oh, you? he's got a mullet in that as well. He, isn't he? Yeah, he's. <laughs> and I'm a mullet fan. I can't mullet and what Cage. He calls a little bunny or something, and he, whatever he calls his little daughter or <laughs> missus or something. I just, it was just a part of me that cringes, but it's so good. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, my number one is yeah. Dolomite. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just fucking fantastic. Okay. I really did like yeah. it. Just because it, I mean, it is bad, isn't it? Yeah. You know it what is. I mean? Yeah. My number one. And this is a terrible film. Right. It is terrible. But I think it's got quite a big cult following, and I love it. John Voight in it is fantastic. But it's Anaconda. Right, okay. It is so bad. <laughs> I, got, I remember when the first one came out. Yeah. I was quite impressed with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it probably holds up. It hasn't aged And what's number well, 17 like? Is that any good? I've never seen anything but the first one. Have you not? Um, but I've, Which I've, one's Ice Cube in? Is Ice Cube first one? one. Oh, yeah, yeah Jennifer one. Lopez. Right. It's fantastic okay just love it <laughs> okay it's probably got better like rubber snakes and than some of the things that you've made me watch yeah, yeah probably i went to buy this um i wanted it on blu-ray it comes in a black case but it was like 18 quid and i'm like Is it? i don't like it that much <laughs> okay yeah. all right then yeah so thanks then sean yeah i enjoyed thinking about that one. yeah if um, anyone else has got uh so so bad it's good films yeah uh, that's drop them, them yeah, send them over in the yeah. thread Okay, mate, yeah. do you want to reiterate how people can contact us on the social media? Absolutely, they can get us on Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. Just to let you know, uh, Nicole from yeah. Twin Peaks Podcast um, tagged us in something on Instagram the other okay. day. how would you deal with that one? Absolutely mate? no idea how to reply to that okay. or to do whatever. No fucking idea. Instagram is completely uh, screwing me with my mind. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, sorry, Nicole. I did see it briefly and then it sort of disappeared. I can't seem to find it again. So, uh, sorry about that. We haven't <laughs> tagged anyone and done uh, I think it was films from your birth year. Grease toe. supposed to do five. Grease two, grease two, grease two, grease two, and grease two. <laughs> Just before we go to the reason that we're here, yes. we've had a little bit of a uh, a, a telling off. Yes. Uh, a little bit. Um, Spank bombs. Yes. So uh, last week we said that uh, we thought that Eddie Murphy's portrayal of a Chinese man might be uh, not good for some people. Yeah. They might not like that. Uh, I think I mentioned that I thought it would be okay that, um, that Eddie Murphy's portrayal of black women would probably be okay. Turns out that it isn't. For yes. everybody, yeah. yeah. Had someone contact us. I wouldn't say they they didn't use the word they was offended, but I think they find some of the themes in it offensive. Mm. I think um, they wanted to point out that yeah. uh, people did uh, do find that sort of thing in in Norbit mm. offensive. Well, I mean, we they know us. We don't. I mean, no. we we've uh, apologised for sort of making light of that. 
didn't really realise that, uh, that they were full that way, but apparently Eddie Murphy's got a bit of a track record. Yeah. I don't follow... We just watch the films, don't yeah. we, and we just sort of say yeah, about I mean, the things. I totally accept the reasoning. He was sent over in an, a nice little message, obviously yeah. fat-shaming aside and also that sort of portrayal of African-American women. Didn't get along with it, and no. we totally appreciate Everyone's Everyone can have their opinion on that, and we accept it. It was a... It was well written. We accept it. We apologise if any offence was caused. Yeah. Um, we genuinely don't mean to. We don't like to upset anyone. No. We don't really know what we're doing. That's no. the problem. So no. there you go. No. Okay then. So um, moving apologies on. Apologies to anyone else. Yes, anyone apologies. Else, yeah. 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 We, uh, we certainly and if we have in any of the other 134 <laughs> episodes that we've probably offended people, we apologise. <laughs> we do indeed. Yeah. So okay then, mate. We watched a film this week. We did. We watched a film, mate. It's currently 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Rated as 12. Exactly two hours long. Build as a drama romance with a synopsis of Shakespeare's famous plays updated to the hip modern suburb of Verona. Still retaining its original dialogue. With a $14.5 million budget grossing $148 million. This was directed by Baz Luhrmann, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Claire Danes, Brian Dennehy, John Lugizamo, Pete Postlethwaite, Paul Savino and Diane Venora. And for Sophie and Nicole, we did 1996's Romeo plus Juliet. Did anyone send a clip? Yes. In fair Verona, where we lay our scene... Two households, both alike in dignity. Throw your mischievous weapons to the ground! From forth the fatal loins of these two foes, where civil blood makes civil hands unclean. A pair of star-crossed lovers take their life. Who is it that you love? Gentle Romeo, I felt death love. Pronounce it faithfully. My heart's dear love is set on the fair daughter of rich Capulet. There we go. Yeah, I shall listen to that. See if I understand the clip. So, uh, <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, we asked out. Uh, uh, I'm excited. I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm getting excited. We asked out people quite a while ago what mm. films they want us to do. Sophie said she wanted us to do this one, and then we had contacted by a lovely new listener Nicole, who said that she would like us to do this one as well. So uh, the numbers mounted up, and uh, we chose to do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really know. Do you want to go first? Shall I? What did you think Shall of? I? 1996's Romeo and Juliet. Mate, I really enjoyed it. They are. Right. I really, it took me, on, I've never seen this one. Have you not? I've, I know. I've seen lots of Shakespeare adaptations, but this is one that I've just never sat down and watched, really. I don't know why I like the story of Romeo and Juliet. I enjoyed reading it when I was at school. I've read it since I've left school. Um, I like it. Have you? But, yeah. I Have like you? a bit of Shakespeare. I don't mind it. Yeah, Do I've, you? I've read, I think I did, I had little packs. I did Tony Shrew, Macbeth. Um, Romeo and Juliet and Othello. Did you? Yeah, I quite enjoy. I quite enjoy getting to grips with them, especially there's some books where they explain in the margins what the fuck's being said. If you do, don't you do, do you? Do you honestly enjoy? It? Yeah, do you? Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, but it did take me twenty thirty minutes, I suppose, to bed in with the styles and the language, and just just to get a grips of what's going on because it is a little bit nuts in places as well. Mm-hmm. It's definitely got the elements of Moulin Rouge in there. Um, it's a little bit cray cray at points, but I was more nappy sitting watching it, mate. Missus hated it. Did she? She, she just shut off. She was like, oh, "I ain't got a clue what's going on." Right. Um, but I sat there. I was quite entertained. I, I, I loved it. Okay. How about yourself, mate? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I I can't remember how many I gave Moulin Rouge, but the experience was pretty much the same, okay. mate. I've got to be yeah. honest. And I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that as an Englishman. I'm not a fan of Shakespeare, or at least know a bit more about it. Okay. Um, I, I know obviously of him. He lived. He lived up the road. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't that far away. Um, and I've touched I, his knob. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Have you? I've touched his. You've knob. been to his house, haven't you? Been to his. Well, we did some work on somewhere where he wrote one. Right. And it was his room, and there was a door we had to look at repairing the door and it had the original knob and I touched William Shakespeare's knob right okay interesting yeah. Yeah. but it's quite I mean I am quite embarrassed mate I should mm. probably know a bit more about it I didn't really do it at school or okay. not that I can remember yeah. um, and so yeah I've just not really been brought up with it and I'm not really that way inclined I spoke to someone at work discussed on the podcast today and I said did you know Romeo and Juliet they said oh yeah I love it I love it the Baz Luhrmann one I said yeah and they really liked it. Yeah. So it's obviously got an audience. Mm. I mean, at its base, it's a love story. Yep. It's never going to be my bag, really, anyway, is it? 
Not a happy ending, though, mate. Is it? So no, I thought that no. might have swung you around. A little bit. <laughs> but like I say, it's it's never going to be a film really for me. Okay. Um, being a love story, yeah. anyway, it's never going to be a real high scorer, is it? No, um, because it, it's basic. It's generally, I'd what it be is. surprised if it was a scorer, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, I couldn't really understand it. Okay. Now I spent a lot of time trying to understand it to the detriment of watching the film. So I was listening so intently yeah. to try and get an idea of what they were saying uh, and to try and translate it yeah. into something that I could... Do you think that was your mistake, though? Yeah, Do you think if 100%. you'd have just gone with the flow, you probably uh, well, would have yeah. picked up enough to understand what was going on and was the dialogue that hugely important? I almost wish that I'd watched it like a silent film. Yeah. With the with the because I understand I know the story yeah, yeah. I, I do know the story or the elements of it not everything about it and I, I do like some Shakespeare stuff yeah. Ran is one of my favourites yeah. like King Lear one yeah so it's just the dialogue okay it just really and I, I if I turned the volume down yeah. and watched it like a silent film it would have been better yeah however I still did think that this was as you said a bit crazy. It was a bit nuts. I mean, the start was very comedic, I found. I yeah. thought that that starting bit, and stylistically, it also wasn't my bag. Okay. See, I liked the style. Mm -hmm. I thought it was done really well. I struggled a little bit with the need for, like, the heavy arms and the guns and stuff. And I was like, where the fuck this come from? So I did a bit of research on it. And within, you've got Tybalt in the story where apparently he was renowned for his flamboyant sword style. So oh. they wanted to replace it without using swords. So I think they had chosen to use guns. Right. Uh, I'm not convinced. For me, it worked particularly well. I don't, I can't think of something better. Mm -hmm. But I just thought it was a little bit crazy to be having all the gunplay and stuff like that in it sort of almost like a weird dystopian feel to it, which yeah. I found a bit a bit strange and it did take me a little while to sort of get into it. And like I say, I've seen lots and lots of Shakespeare adaptations. Like you said, we've got King Lear, Ten Things I Hate About You, I've seen O, which is Othello, and all bits like that. But I've never seen one that keeps a style of verse and language quite like this. We did one at school, it was called tried finding it actually i've not having much like i don't know whether it had something in it it shouldn't have done i think it was a bbc thing i found hamlet on the estate but i think it was called shakespeare on the estate which was a romeo and juliet set in a council estate oh. and they was i think they tried to communicate to us kids at school trying to get away from original shakespeare and put it into a modern day story and that actually used this style of verse in it but it's a bold move i think to do it Mm -hmm. um, and obviously it works some people, doesn't others. But Baz Luhrmann, the man to try it? I, I don't really know a lot about Baz Luhrmann, okay. if I'm honest. I mean, well, you've seen Moulin Rouge. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if, I, I, if someone was going to... I wonder if like, they had this idea planned beforehand and like just let him... I mean, I can't honestly remember what one come first. I think this came first and then Moulin Rouge after. Right. So whether this was the initial nuts bit because I, I can imagine watching this back in the day and thinking what the fuck but I remember it also getting a lot of love Yeah. but when you go from the style we had at the beginning like you mentioned with that comedic I mean you had Jamie Kennedy in there and people yeah, like that yeah. and they was all overacting yeah. I think Yeah. and then you went to the scene with Desiree singing I mean what a complete conflict of styles and dynamics through the film yeah I mean, I did enjoy it. There's a couple of little bits I did enjoy. I enjoyed the use of the music for its time. When Doves Cry yeah. in the church. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Really enjoyed that, listening yeah. to the choir, seeing that. Um, and I don't, for once, belittle the quality of the filmmaking yeah. and the, the scale of what they've actually done by using the traditional language. Yeah. And the fact that the... I mean, the actors had to learn those lines and that to obviously... How young did they all look as well? Though? Yeah, I mean, um, Leonardo DiCaprio, I think, was a little bit too young to be watchable in this for me, even okay. though I do like the Basketball Diaries, yeah. where I think he might have been younger. Right. Um, just in this, he looked, it was, I don't know, he looked a little bit too baby. Quite a big me. head, didn't he? If you say so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. don't know anything about that. Sizes <laughs> of heads and stuff like that. But yeah, so I, I honestly think that as a... As a film-making achievement, yeah. I'm pretty sure that that it deserves credit. Yeah. However, you're not going to get it from me. Yeah. 
I mean, it's got quite big actors in it as well, wasn't it? I mean, you had Paulie from Goodfellas. Mm. I mean, dressed as like an emperor queen. Right, um, yeah. It was it's still scary though, wasn't he? When he lost his yeah. temper, I was like, "Fuck yeah, hell. yeah!" Pete Postlethwaite, I liked. I thought he, he's obviously must be a trained Shakespearean actor because yeah, yeah. apparently through this as well, he's the only one that spoke exclusively in iambic pentameter. He, okay. he chose to do it proper Shakespearean and deliver his lines in that way, which yeah. is how it was written. Right. But he was the only one. So I think you've got a few classically trained ones. I know he wasn't in it, but I think Patrick Stewart's the same, yeah. who does this real Shakespearean okay. performance. I know Mike Rylance is a, um, is right. a stage, like a, a proper stage player. Yeah. He's only, I think he only real, really comes out for films for Steven Spielberg. Okay. So, um, um, but yeah, he, he was literally delivering his verse that way every single time. And I thought that was actually really good. I quite enjoyed that sort of, part of it um, which made it really classical going against so it had a real contemporary feel as well at times and I think them styles sometimes they clashed sometimes I thought they worked really well together and in his scene like you said especially when he was getting married and bits like that and almost his little insert bits I think there was a montage where he was sort of inserted talking over the top I thought it worked really well okay I mean I'm not a great fan of Claire Danes I don't really know what she did what she done after this I didn't oh, think I she think was this, amazing but I think this might be young, the first actually. film I've seen her in right um, okay. I think I, I didn't recognize her I'd heard big things about her read a lot of it again about who could have been and I think he championed her to do this role right Okay. Um, I don't it seemed to read that he already had a lot of sway in what he was doing so right, okay. he must have been already quite big at that point yeah I mean probably my favourite scene I'm probably going to say was the death of Mercurio is it Mercurio Mercutio Mercutio, Mercutio that's yeah. it um, I quite liked that one yeah I think that that was before it became overwhelming the the just the concentration I had to have. Strange character, um, didn't you think, that they played him? Because he sort of was cross-dressing at the start and was really quite camp. Yeah. And then ended up going into... I think they sort of started his character one way and it lent towards yeah, another I way. I thought he was pretty cool at the yeah. time. I, I didn't really get on with um, John Leguizamo's character. Did you not? No. It, that was the one that... I don't know. That was the one I think that irritated me the most. I thought that at the start he was going to be like super, super cool and uh, I'm not saying that he sort of wasn't portrayed as that, but sort of super confident and super evil. Yeah. But then a lot of the times he looked frightened and surprised and that. And like I say, he didn't yeah. seem happy that he'd killed Mercutio or whatever yeah. his name was. And it is sort of, I, I wanted that character to be the one that I latched onto and enjoyed. Yeah. And then he sort of let me down in quite a few scenes. His beard did irritate me. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, I thought he was spot on. I mean, that's really. pot calling the kettle back again, yeah. isn't it? So. <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought he was like, he was one of the standouts of me, if I'm honest. I, I understand what you're saying about the character, but obviously he was being beaten down by Paulie from Goodfellas, basically. <laughs> Proper slap, bit slapped him down, didn't he? <laughs> he did, yeah. Um, the action scenes for me were either a bit too flamboyant, yeah, or a bit too comical. Okay. And this is the problem, like I had. I just think the tone of it, it even if I turned it down, the yeah. sound, and watched it, I still think that I wouldn't have got a good viewing experience out of it, just okay. because it was all. It seemed just seemed all over the top and very muddled characters didn't seem to have a, a straight path as i mentioned with yeah. with those ones doing one thing and as you mentioned um with mercutio or whatever being yeah. cast one way and then another so i just think it just was very confusing for me all the way along yeah see i think we're in almost opposites on this one because i found it quite visually stimulating right just watching it i thought the storm that was coming in Apparently, it was a real storm. Yeah, right? quite. I mean, I quite um, liked some of the visuals like that. I like yeah. a storm, but... Yeah, I thought it just looked great. I thought the setting was great. I mean, the Jesus statue, apparently that thing was only two foot tall. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Camera work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought for $14.5 million, this was a fucking bargain. Right. I thought looking at it, I thought they got a hell of a film for $14.5 mil. Yeah. I mean, the, the actual setting was quite good. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't mind it, but... I mean, I, I think I was dreading the big love scene like the Desiree scene where they meet over the fish tank and stuff but I thought that actually brought the dynamics of the film down again because it started really mad then it sort mm. of started bringing it back into a 
We're going to add little elements. And I really enjoyed that scene, actually. Weird that they did the whole song. You don't often get that, do you? No, no. Um, which I thought worked quite well. Hmm. I am going to piss Sophie off now, though. Right. I am. Talk about teachers. No. Um, did you watch this one? Not her bag? Uh, did she watch it with me? Uh, I think she did. Uh, did it? Uh, well, I know I she's so. a fan as well, but Paul Rudd in this. Mm. Completely fucking forgettable. He might as well have not been there. What a waste of time. Was he really big then? I don't know, but she, I remember a fangirl in a little bit over in like, oh, Paul Rudd's in it, Paul Rudd's in it and stuff. And pff, might as well not be, might he? <laughs> no, I mean, he didn't really particularly do a lot for me. So, <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I remember uh, the actual end scene the love scene the death scene yeah the actual poignant scene in it i thought it was going to be a little bit more dramatic and a little bit it was like a blink and you miss it for me in this one very I brief want, yeah i wonder whether he tried to take away from those big scenes that everyone knew because even the balcony scene was underwhelming mm. wasn't it because mm. she wasn't actually on the balcony yeah she sort of wandered around behind him and there it did end quite quick yeah it almost had elements as well of titanic, Gladly for me. Of titanic on it right because he was like on something and then she was climbing on, she was hogging it. At least he got on something this time. Yeah. Right? He didn't have to swim around in the water because <laughs> there was plenty of room on that door, by the way. But um, yeah, she sort of was still hogging it all and then shot herself. And it did come to a close very, very quickly. Mm. Um, I did like the end bit when they was all like a, coming outwards and they was doing the big speech about the whole family's, what it's cost. I mm. thought it was, it was quite a good political message in there. Right. Um, and I thought I still think that whole story holds up well, which is why obviously Shakespeare did quite well. Yeah, I mean, I'd listen, as I said before, I am in no doubt that this is a better film than I was going to be able to watch. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not angry like yeah. Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Moulin Rouge made me very angry. Yeah, this makes me feel a bit sad. Okay, because I really should. I've understood it a bit more. I really should have paid more attention to this yeah. sort of thing. It's Shakespeare's like a an English national treasure, if you know yeah. what I mean, and sort of like one of the... Like Cheryl Cole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Newton Faulkner, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah, it made me feel sad that I was so uninterested in it and so confused by it mm. that it, it just it just made me feel like... <sighs> What what have you done with your life? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think your knowledge on Shakespeare dictates the level of your achievements within life. If I'm honest, <laughs> okay. I, I think it's one of those if you've if you've got that sort of literature bit where you enjoy that type of literature, great. You've probably got Shakespeare of music when right. you like these people when you think you was going in your rave scene. Yeah. Your Shakespeare is a different thing. Your Shakespeare is. John Block and the Blockheads or whatever was in that. <laughs> but do you thing? understand what I mean? Merlin yeah. Rouge, Rouge made me very tense and that, yeah. and it was just very overwhelming. This was just like sitting there thinking, why am I doing this? Because I don't get anything from it whatsoever. Okay. So cool. I think the thing that made me the angriest was the big fuss made about the two hour runtime. They wanted it to be exactly two hours runtime. Right. It ended on like one hour 54. Did it? Because there's six minutes of credits. Right. That ain't clever because I can speed them credits up. <laughs> I can slow them down. I can do what I like to make it two right. hours. I wanted it to be she shoots Less or whatever on time. the two hours. Okay. But I mean, sorry to disappoint you. I imagine you oh, thought you it would be a, a big rant and a big moan no. and, a, and a big sort of anger. Yeah. But I'm not going to rise to it. No. I'm very sorry. I've got written down. I'm sorry, Sophie. Um, I'm sorry, Maisie at work. I'm sorry, Jill. I'm sorry, Nicole, mm. uh, that... Uh, that it really wasn't for me. Never going to be uh, something that I'll enjoy being yeah. a, a, a love story underlying. And then certainly put with it dialect that I cannot understand. Uh, yeah. Didn't bode well. Okay. All right. got there, mate. Eight. What? Eight out of 100. Eight. Eight. Yes. Okay. Add a three on the end of yours and that's mine. <laughs> 83. 83. So you got 83 out of 100. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know if Nicole, I don't know if you know we score it out of 100. I hope you didn't think I'd given it 8 out of 10. <laughs> um, yeah, 8 out of 100, mate. Wow, okay. Really bad. Cool. Really bad. Okay. Wow. Um, so sorry about that, but yeah. there you go. You are a hard scorer. It? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I really didn't like it. What else you watch then, mate? It ain't been a big film watching, mate. I watched a documentary about some something about a woman with loads of kids did that you? was on she right. wanted to watch it 
Um, I did watch 10 Things I Hate About You and did I did you? watch Othello. Did you? Um, I wanted to do a little bit of a Shakespeare run, so oh, I right. sat and watched those, um, okay. obviously based on Taming of the Shrew and Othello, so I enjoyed both of them. More of a traditional one. Othello has got some of the old verse in, oh. um, which I've actually forgotten about, but Josh Hartnett. Okay. Where's he gone, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I did watch a documentary, <laughs> Class Action Point. <laughs> yeah. I did get that Class one. Action Park. Class Action Park, where yeah. yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah, nuts, wasn't it? Huh? Nuts. <laughs> it was nuts, yeah. yeah. Are you, I mean, are you talking about it now or later? Later. Later, yeah. okay. I watched a couple of documentaries. I haven't watched a lot of films. Yeah. Like I say, don't have time, really, I've yeah. got to be honest. Studio 54. Okay. I watched about the legendary nightclub. Yeah. That was quite weird. Yeah? Yeah, quite good, that one. Um, I mean, I've got 65 on it. Just really good to see some of the imagery uh, that was taken in there. Fucking nuts club it looked like. Really? like. Oh, mate, honestly. I mean, some of the people in there, obviously a lot of celebrities, but... um you, you could have pulled in there? I mean, I'll probably any gender or any race, I would have said yes. It sounded like there was a lot goes on. Really? In there. Yeah, yeah. Like some of the clubs that I've been to since then. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. And I watched uh, Free Britney. Britney Spears have you? Oh, it yeah. keeps coming up. It keeps following. It's like stalking me, and I'm like, I, I do mean, I don't. I? Yeah, it's sort of it's horrible. I mean, sort of you feel like a voyeur, like watching a bless her art. Do you know what I mean? Like sixty eight. I, I, I that, really right? didn't like the whole head shaving thing. I think that I think it was around that time I stopped buying tabloid newspapers because yeah. I think they was actually destroying people, and you can yeah. actually see she was being destroyed. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say like she led. Well, me a lot of it's about her old man, isn't it? So her old man's got like um, uh, hold over, yeah, financial, yeah, yeah basically. So it's called Free Britney. So okay, I mean it's interesting. Like I say, it's um, it's one of those things. I'm on a bit of a documentary run. There's quite mm. a few on Sky at the minute. So Worth a watch, mate. I mean, I, I thought so. Yeah, yeah I think. I mean, I think they're both worth a watch. I'm yeah. sure you'd like the imagery on Studio Fifty Four okay. as well. There you go. Cool. Moving on. Yes, mate. Okay, this is the next section. This is the section that we love to call homework. There we go. So this is the section where we give each other films that we love the other one hasn't seen on the hope of uncovering hidden gems. So close. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So I gave you a film that's currently 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 12A, 2 hours, 46 minutes build as a drama fantasy romance with a synopsis of the story of Benjamin Button, a man who starts ageing backwards with consequences. Directed by David Fincher, starring Brad Pitt, Kate Blanchett and Tilda Swinton, with a $150 million budget grossing $336 million, you won't be surprised to hear it's 2008's The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. This wasn't what I expected, I've got right. to be honest. I expected a fantasy film about a fantastical life. Yeah. A bit like Forrest Gump. Yeah. And I know Forrest Gump has its critics. Yeah. Um, people say it's sort of not as good as you think or whatever. I quite enjoy it. I quite seeing him do like seeing him do stuff. It's about a person who's challenged in one way or another, having a fantastical life. This wasn't, was it? This was like a love story again. Yeah. Just with a bloke who had something slightly different. But if I can only give you films that don't need feelings to watch, I'm going to be limited. <laughs> you are. I mean, yeah. you are You are definitely struggling with the feeling thing. You need a lot of feelings in this. Yeah. Some. Because it all that is all that it runs on, really, right, isn't it? Okay. There's like one sort of what I would say, I'm going to use the word fantastical again, seeing where he's on the U-boat, yeah. or he's fighting the U-boat. I thought, oh, here we go. He's going to get into like a situation. All he does was just cower and bend down yeah. and avoid the bullets not happy about that so really it is just another love story not much else Kate Blanchett not really a fan didn't really do you any favours on there didn't really find her story that interesting the dancer right. story neither so all that really happened is that he lived the opposite way round fell in love they existed in the middle of their lives they crossed over and then they went and, mm. and done the other bits that's literally it isn't it yep so what I would have liked to have seen, imagine, right, if you were Benjamin Button okay. going to the school that you went to, right, right, when you was old, how much bullying would you have got? 
what it would it have been like? Because this is my other main problem with this. There's no real hardship. Ultimately, he had a good life. I mean, he was dumped on some doorsteps and his dad left him and yeah. his mum died before he was born. Yeah. Um, but it, but it's all, it's all in like a bathtub a... for several years whilst they um, soothed his arthritic joints. Right. Um, he didn't have anyone to play with, couldn't go out for a long time. Well, <laughs> I mean, you can say those things. Yeah, mentally but... tormented knowing that he's going to have to leave his newborn child. That sort of thing, you know. Yeah, well, like I say, but I still think that he had a night, a good life. Yeah, I, I still think that he did have a slept good life. Slept in a drawer, <laughs> slept in a box next to his mum, got carried up, dumped in a wheelchair when they wanted a little bit of it. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm dead on the inside. <laughs> yeah, right, if I want. I mean, he, he was a lovely little life he had. Huh? There, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it come from decent stock. Fincher and Eli Roth wrote it. Yeah, I think which yeah. I didn't realise at the start. And um, I, I've, I've got to be honest, I got moaned at. All the time watching it, Jill was saying that I am not getting it. Yeah. I just don't get it. So I think that I need an emotional attachment to the characters to understand it. Enjoyed the CGI. Bit weird in some places when Pitt was an old man, but over otherwise quite well done. I, I, think. Thought, I thought that was my only criticism of it. I think they de-aged him very quickly. Right, okay. Yeah. And then I think when they brought him back and he was, shall we say, older than middle-aged... I thought he looked, he still had a very young looking face. And I would like right. to have seen it more gradual. But yeah. I mean, how much money to chuck at it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, at one point, he was just laying around eating and having sex all day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I just think that the amount of hardship was disproportionate to his situation, if I'm honest. Okay. I don't think he had enough setbacks, and which just seemed a bit weird to me. However, I think I misinterpreted what the film was going to be. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a fantasy film like Forrest Gump he, who had all the setbacks yeah. and obviously overcome them and made these massive things. And it wasn't, it was an underlying love story um, sort of disguised as a fantasy film. And it, it's because of that, I didn't get on with it at all. Okay. It's way too long. Yeah. hundred minute film max. Okay. Way too long. Yeah. I mean, you say they aged him quickly. They fucking dragged it out, <laughs> didn't they? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Some of the characters I, I quite liked. Jason Fleming, yeah. um, the tugboat captain. Yeah. I thought he was quite yeah. funny. So, I mean, like I say, there was a couple of little bits. Uh, again, as I mentioned, I mean, I didn't don't really like Kate Blanchett. I thought the story about her dancing, that was just pretty boring. And I, I was very, very bored by the time that they I were living together. I did love her story together. when she was younger. I loved the way they had that bond. Um, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, that was sort it of sort of looked creepy, and they was doing it as creepy. But obviously, he was a young kid; he didn't have those thoughts. Yeah, I think when she turned adult, I didn't take to her character as no. much. I, I suppose agree. I enjoyed the idea that obviously, as he got younger, it was it was more of a dementia as he was forgetting yeah. things. It sort of there was a few bits like that, but underlying, I just watched. I just watched this love story between the two that I didn't find interesting at all. Okay. No fantastical elements, nothing what I expected whatsoever. Right. Uh, a very ordinary life in the end. Um, so, yeah, not really great, was it? I'm going to Google, see if there's a film called Dead Inside, and I'll give you that one. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's not a, not a good fantasy film, mate. Okay. Too grounded in reality. Yeah. 12. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I've had no. a bad week. Okay, well, that's fair those, mate. So, yeah, there you go. Had a high last week, we'll uh, go down for a bottom one next. Yeah, so that's 12 yeah. out of 100 yeah. for that one. Sorry, mate. No worries. Thanks for that. No problem. So I gave you probably something that's not going to do much better. A 2018 film directed by Tim Kirkby based on The Most Insane Amusement Park Ever by Matt Robertson. Starring Johnny Knoxville and Chris Pontius, running time of 85 minutes, budget of $19 million, only taking $5.1 million at box office, 5.1 on IMDb, 15% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a daredevil designs and operates his own theme park with his friends. I gave you 2018's Action Point. We talk about documentary instead. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, 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 I mean that was much better. Good, wasn't it? Much better. Yeah, Documentary's think, great. What was it? I think Ben from Film Busters has said it's uh, it's crazy. So yeah. we do need to mention it because we did promise that we'd oh, talk about the, it. Like spectacle ginger bloke in it. He's brilliant. He's, he's my favourite. He's he is like the perfect TV personality yeah. that I'd like involved in one of these. He's great, wasn't he? He was awesome. Yeah. I thought the whole the sort of just playing 
back actual scenes of it and bits. I thought he was brilliant. Yeah. I thought the whole documentary was great. I mean, uh, to be fair, all the people that they spoke about were, were very passionate about this place when it shouldn't really be spoken about in jest, should it? In no. any way, shape, or form. I just love the way you went, you don't change your design of your pool when your second person dies. When the first person dies, you shut the fucking <laughs> pool down. <laughs> I suppose the difference between living in the world we live in now and living the 80s, back then, yeah, fucking it was, 80s, it was brilliant. You used to be able to do anything. Fucking, can you imagine opening that now? It was mad. Uh, but anyway, back to the film, mate. Hour and 25 minutes. There's yeah. a lot I could do with an hour and 25 minutes. It's been a busy week. <laughs> I could have spent that like tidying up, clearing up, doing anything, like any bit of reading, watching another film. <laughs> but I spent the hour and 25 minutes watching this one, which was uh-huh. unfortunate. Comedy film, is it? Well, you know what sort of film it is. It's got Johnny Knoxville. It's like a jackass. It's I'm not watching jackass. On, it's I'm based on. Point. It's based on this amusement. So park. fucking loosely based on. It's this. a companion piece. No, it's not. There is no companionness to it. They basically said this idiot bought a park and made it dangerous. That is about right. as much. Well, it's as based it. on the book about fucking action point. I watch a documentary, action mate. Park. This is just shit, <laughs> basically, right? I laughed twice. Right, okay. Right? One was a trebuchet, right, which did yeah. make me laugh, yeah. and once was the very end. Right. Okay. So he got two chuckles out okay, of me. I didn't like belly laugh. Right. Are you, are you a fan of Jackass? I'll get to this. Right. This is just about everything I hate from a, air quote, ready, comedy, <laughs> right? This is why I don't like comedy films. Trying... So desperately trying to be funny that they're not. It's just not a little bit of me. Um, Chris Pontius, waste of space. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. I'm sure he's great, not an actor. Um, in fairness, Johnny Knoxville, I've seen some of his other bits. He's obviously got some kind of talent. Don't mind putting himself through the ringer. It did make me wince a lot. But if I want to see this, I'll watch Jackass. Right. Um, I don't mind Jackass. I know I'm watching when I watch it. They're not acting, are they? They are being them. They are being tools. <laughs> you like that. You don't like that. What the fuck was Chris Pontius doing? I mean, this is more just like a vessel for more of those silly things, though, isn't it? I mean, it's but not... make a jackass film. Yeah, but... Make jackass action park and make them make these rides and try them. I'd watch that. I'd laugh at it. Right. Don't dress it up in your trying to do... It just didn't work. <laughs> Some of the support people were right. Some of them reasonably decent. I just don't know what they was trying to achieve. Like it was like a lot of jackass influence, but I just feel like they had got on location and gone, "Oh no, <laughs> let's do this." <laughs> and I say, if you'd have said, "Right, jackass does action park, class mm. action park, uh, jackass does action point, whatever you want to call it, action point, uh, yeah, let's call they, it what it's called." Right, so they do it. Jackass does action point, and then they set up the rides and they have a go at recreating them and they break themselves. I'm in. I'm game. It'll be funny. Let's watch them be fucking... Don't dress it up into the... They could have done something good. They didn't. What do you want to talk about? I don't... don't, What... Do you want to talk about the documentary anymore? I mean, wasn't that mad? Documentary, it was mad. Wasn't it it good? I mean, some of the stuff was just... Mental. Would you go on the, the the one that goes round? Not this, the one that was Weirdly, like knocking mate, people. They found people's tr- teeth. I know. Fucking <laughs> it. I like the way he was like, we need someone to try this ride and then start paying them <laughs> to try it. It's $20 if you go in that. <laughs> Only it looked dangerous, man. All and of it. People, people come the out. The Formula One fit. cars, I was like the staff take them out on the road. They go like 60 miles an hour. I liked the old... Uh, the old boats that was like so fumes the fumes were killing people. But it was like <laughs> the woman who said the like the class of the clientele. I was like, there's having fights, and then he was driving the speedboat, and he just landed it on top of someone else's <laughs> speedboat, and was just revving the shit out of it, and just got off and carried on went on another ride like nothing had happened. <laughs> it was just lawless. Wasn't it's it? good, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, I mean watch that. It's on what yeah. now? It'd probably be on Sky Documentaries and probably now TV. I don't know. Don't know what. Uh, don't if it's certainly, on. yeah, it certainly should be. I suppose. But yeah, yeah class it, action park park. Yeah, yeah, that that was definitely worth a watch. Watch yeah. that. Do not watch the film. Okay. Um, I didn't like the daughter thing. By the way, that was a stupid. Okay. Just we're trying to trying to develop a character. What character have you got? <laughs> Do you want to score both? Come on. I'd, I'd give Clark's action 
part. Did that make you laugh? What class action yeah, part? Because I was in but, fucking hysterics yeah, it, the first time. Part of it was just the people commenting on it. Yeah, because I it thought their narration of yeah, it, it was, and how it was going. That's, what, that's what made it, wasn't it? That would be in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. So I'd good. probably give that sort of eighty-two, eighty-three. Yeah, um, I did enjoy it. Yeah. I did get something out of that. Certain bits I actually rewound and rewatched him say it because that guy <laughs> is—he's a star. Yeah, he he is brilliant. Um, this eleven. Okay. Oh, you're just gonna try and beat mine. I bet you got thirteen written down. No, I'll give what well. I'll give you thirteen if you want thirteen. <laughs> no, I don't care. Eleven. Okay. Uh, I All right. I mean, I always pretty much knew it was going to go that way. I just, I, I wanted you to watch the documentary. It made sense for me to give you I, a I film that was based it. on the the same yeah. park. Yeah, but it was just like Jackass made a film rather than make it a jackass film and i think there was a twist they could have done on that because in the 2000s whenever this was made they could have tried the 80s approach and tried to do it and smash themselves to pieces Mm. again i would happily have watched that okay brilliant mr mr trick all right then so what you got for me this week then mate i've got you a film mate currently 7.2 out of 10 on imdb 18 two hours long Build as a crime horror mystery with a synopsis of former FBI profiler Will Graham returns to service to pursue a deranged serial killer named the Tooth Fairy by the media. Starring William Peterson, Kim Greist, Joan Allen, Brian Cox, not that one. $15 million budget grossing 8.6. Based on a book by Thomas Harris's 1986 Manhunter. All right. Okay. Not a book it's based on? I know. Is it something, something to do with Hannibal Lecter? No? Yes. Okay. Hannibal Lecter's first trip out of the it? movies. Okay, right. And it's based on Red Dragon. This is a more classic telling of Red Dragon. Okay, all right. I don't even know if I've watched Red Dragon all the time. Got Ray Fiennes, Ed Norton. Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't too bad, Give it a go. It's an 80s, okay. yeah. All right, mate. Okay, so I'm giving you a 2008 film directed by Bruce MacDonald, starring Stephen McHattie, Liz Hula, Georgina Riley, Hrant Alianak, Rick Roberts, Boyd Banks, Tony Burgess and Rachel Burns. Running time of 95 minutes. Box office of $32,000, I haven't got a budget, 6.6 on IMDb, 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a radio host interprets the possible outbreak of a deadly virus which infects the small Ontario town he is stationed in. I'm giving you 2008's Pontypool. Been a lot of love for this one. Well, yeah, well, since you mentioned tweets, it yeah. last week about the snow, wasn't it? Yeah. A lot of snow in it. Yeah. And uh, it sort of brought it back to my mind. And uh, you haven't seen it, surprisingly no. enough. There we go. And there has been a bit of love about it. So oh, yeah. there you go. Looking forward to Ponty it. Paul. Yeah. All right. Thanks. No worries. So, uh, okay then, mate. Next week's main. Yeah. Uh, whose film are we doing next week? We're doing a gentleman called Lewis Reem. 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 I don't think that Lewis expects us to do it. No, he, if I'm he's honest. put a. I suppose it's a challenge. He's asked us if we'd cover more LGBT films. Well, we'd look at doing it. Why wouldn't we? So we said we would have a look through. We've worked through some other people's stuff, trying to work through and just put a little bit different out there. So we are going for a film called Akron. Mm. It's the, I mean, basically, I think he gave us three. Yeah. I think it's the one that's available to us. Is that yeah, right? The others, the others correct, we can't yeah. find at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we're doing um, Akron. Yeah. Never heard of it. Me neither. No? Let's give it a go. Yeah. Give it a work. I haven't even got a clue what it's about. Okay. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Like a little mystery box, it isn't is, it? yeah. Yeah. Much the same as um, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Look how that turned out. <laughs> so let's see uh, how we get on with Akron. Yeah. Thank you, Louis. Okay then, mate. Do you want to reiterate how people can get us on social media before we go? Yes. For the third time tonight, they can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Don't forget it. I'm not saying it again. <laughs> So okay then, mate. Thank you very much for that. Sorry, it's been it's been a low scoring episode. That yeah, I'm not even <laughs> yeah, sure even that might be a record. Yeah, it might even be under. We probably just about with your score for Romeo and Juliet gone over a hundred yeah. for, for three films. It's got to balance up though, hasn't it? We had a real high scoring week last week. Yeah. There I we got go. An eighty, didn't I last week yeah. from you? Yeah, yeah, did you? Was it eighty? Just yeah, eighty? Eighty one? Over an eighty? Yeah, but over, over an eighty? Yeah, plus. okay. Was that the first one? No, I think I've had, had some better oh, ones. Yeah. yeah, are you still doing the stats? I need to update, I think, the last six weeks or okay. so. But get them updated then, yeah. get them sent out. Okay. everyone's interested Yeah, in what I'll do, mate, I'll use all my spare time and I'll sort that out. <laughs> do that. No worries. Do that. Yeah. Have the badges gone out yet? No. Okay. Do all you right. know what my week's been like? No, I mean, no, I don't you care. don't give a shit. You just yeah. offer to do stuff yeah. and you don't do it, I will do get it. Right. I will get there. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, mate. So, yes. uh, enjoyed that? 
Yes. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Yeah. And uh, thank we'll... you for your company. Yeah, and we're pleasuring uh... me with your time. <laughs> yeah. we'll... Are you saying that to me? Yeah. Or the others? No, you. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Really? Thanks for joining me. Okay. Yeah, it's nice. Right. To see well, I'll be able to join you properly soon. Yeah. Isn't it? We're on countdown. We are. Yeah. yeah. How fucking sad is that? I'm gutted. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> gutted. This is the best thing ever. I don't have to uh. chat. I don't have to go out anywhere. Right. Yeah. I can still do this. Yeah. And then I can go straight to bed. At first now time, you're going to expect me fucking over there now, yeah. aren't you? At first time, I'm going to make so much small talk. Uh, I'm yeah. going to make you feel uncomfortable. I'm just <laughs> going to keep saying things. And then I'm going to make up some dramas I might have just to keep you here. Uh, fucking Boris. Backing out the door. Uh, I know people are going to be going, do you think we should go out for dinner? Do you think we should go out here? Yeah, I we'll think Jill's already up. started. Do you think we should go away for a weekend with some people? No, I fucking don't. Yeah. I'm enjoying myself at the moment. Fuck off. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Okay then mate, do you want to say goodbye? Yes, goodbye. See you later everybody. See you, bye. Bye bye. I've got Mexican friend, mate. Yeah? Yeah, he's on some medication for his anxiety. Yeah, he's for his panic attacks. <laughs> There's a lot of people gonna like that one. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you probably you probably do all right with that yeah. one. Me, I don't really, but no. not for me that one though. <laughs> but, uh, but there you go. Yeah. Well done. I used my crisp one up earlier, didn't I? Yeah, that was a good one. It's a fuck up, isn't it? Yeah. Seamless. Just not getting. <laughs> I don't you say that. That's doing really well. (coughs) Fuck that, and I.